Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Have the great Billy Gibbons here? Have the lightning bump loud. <laughs> oh, man. We're here with Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. <laughs> hey, our special uh, guest, uh, secret special guest, a week from today. Hopefully, uh, Ralph Odierna will be here as well. Bye. Sort of a secret celebrity a week from today on Magic Match Outlaw Radio. You will like this man and or woman on the show live from this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar in the hills of the San Fernando Valley where we smoke and drink and interrupt now. Earthquakes, deluge of rain here in Southern California. And the sympathy has brought us uh, great boxes of uh, gorgeous eating equipment from Wisconsin. The great boy, that garlic uh, summer sausage. Oh, the best that of all time. Summer. Yeah, Dave, I think we ate all that. The so best of sure, all sure you time. Did. What did he just say? Did he say the F word? No, I said effing. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's, but it sure sounded like it, didn't it? That's the F word. Tattoo day, boy. Tempting fate. I got, uh, hey, I got what? a message saying make yeah. sure you get your hair, your share. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, I, I, I must tell you, uh, 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 Frenchie and uh, Betty. Betty. No, uh, no, no, AKA, no. Tim, Tim and Eric. Hey, Tim and... A.K.A. Tony and Beth. Tony and Beth. Uh, I must tell you, stop it. No. Stop it with that. <laughs> no, you stop the, it. This is, did I not have this conversation with our current producer, Tattoo Dave, when he started, when he was thrown into that, that mess over there known as the engineering booth? Which I've Did I not mastered. tell him that the reason why... The producer before my last, yes, Rexdale died, uh-huh. is because well, of this sort of behavior. First of all, because of this say, sort of currying favor with our listeners, and then being a see, you got to understand. It's it's like Rick Dees has told me so many times, Matt. It's it's my name on the billboard. Yeah. You know, it's my name, and it's like the buck stops here. Where are, are, you know, I, I, if someone on my show says something that's really stupid? Then it's, it's going to be, well, Rick D said something yeah. stupid. Well, guess what? By the way, that analogy doesn't even work here. But no, the doesn't. point the point is, I just wanted to do a Rick D's impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tattoo Dave? I'm just going to say, I didn't reach out yeah, well, why don't you? Why don't you just say? They reached out to me. How did yeah. they get your? How did they know how to contact you? Yeah, because she did... friend requested me on Facebook. Uh, oh. There it is. Okay. See, see, back in the day when Rex when, when Facebook did not exist and Rex Dale, my dead producer, just hijacked for numbers. a producer, there was no Facebook. He, yeah. He would just hijack the numbers. Well, yeah. Hence the reason why Billy Gibbons has not been back here since, because Rex would be at some party somewhere, yeah. and he'd be talking about, you know, because Rex was that guy who was like, oh, yeah, I know everybody. I'm a, I'm a big highfalutin. Uh, I'm, a, I'm more of a celebrity than the celebrity. And they'll start talking about, well, like, Billy Gibbons, easy to. I got his number right here, and he'll show the number. And then call Billy, bug him. Yeah. 
I, I guess the analogy almost does work because well, it does. it's me, see? it's So it's my producer who's reaching out to Billy Gibbons. Billy thinks I'm a schmuck You're because... You're producer Yeah, the dead. Well, Rex... Uh, dead Matt, producer. Matt, one, day, one night, Rex called me up and he said, Hey, Marty, how about this really cool party up on Mulholland Drive? Right. Are you home? I said, yeah. He says, yeah. come on up, man. It's 10 minutes away. Yeah. I show up. It's Dan Haggerty's party, and you weren't even there. Is that right? Yeah. Is so that I'm right? In, I'm like, Dan, how you so doing? So, Dan, Dan so my... it's, it's a, Marty, 20 years to tell you this story. No, I, 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 I mentioned <laughs> it before, man. Look, I didn't know what I was getting into. So, my my buddy, Dan Haggerty... Grizzly Adams. Who, by the way, I, I didn't even have a cell phone uh, back then, and uh, <laughs> I think we emailed each other. So, maybe I got the invite, maybe I didn't. I, I, I don't even recall. Yeah, he but, asked where you were. But, of course... Of course, because Dan, Dan was one of the good guys, much yeah. like Toby Keith, one of the good guys. Yeah. We've had many a good Meatloaf, one of the good guys. Billy Gibbons. Billy Gibbons, God rest his soul, one of the oh, good guys. No, he's a lot. He is? Yeah. All right, but but <laughs> remains one of the good guys. And these good guys, you know, I, I love them dearly. Yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying, uh, Betty and Frenchie, a.k.a. Tony and Beth. And, and Dave. And, and, Stop and, it. Well, no, no. I mean, wait. Well, listen, listen. Your jealousy is but, just, it's just okay. Exuding, okay, exuding. I, I, I will tell you this. And I'll tell you this on on my life and on my daughter. The oh, don't one, do that. Don't do that. I will tell you this on my life and my daughter. You said don't do that. Okay. Next time, I guess no liquor for our producer. No, no, no. I'm going to bring my own. That that's, that's like a trend with the producers. In this. Yeah, it is. It you know, is. This is crap. You, you know what? You, you mean getting they, all? You mean getting all, all drunky? Getting all drunky, drunk, and then saying stupid things? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, this it is, is crap. You, you know, know these the people nose. care about me. <laughs> Beth reached out to me in the hospital. I can't even count how many times. Oh god. Because because you're dealing you're dealing with nice people. Yeah, but I'm not the people. one asking for. No, 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 I know that. I, I know she, that. She's nice enough Look to include me. Look at back there. And, and by the way, by the way, I'm not blaming, am I blaming it on our producer? No. Okay. I, I, well, I'm, because you, 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 you compared it to your no, ex No, because what I'm telling you is that Tony and Beth don't feel obligated to mention that there's a package coming to the show and you have to share that with Dave. I'll bring it up. There hasn't been a time when I don't... I usually leave it out there yeah, if it's a non... take what you want. Human, yeah, take what you want. And yeah. then you listen to Marty saying, oh, we ate all the summer sauce. Oh, so. uh, uh, Sorry. He didn't understand humor. He didn't understand... No, no, no. Joking. It's not funny. Oh, God. <laughs> God, man. Oh, man. Go home, dude. I'll take... I'll, I'll do all that. All right, come on back. Oh. Come on back here. And then, and then that that old bit, my 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 Lori Downey Jr., my producer, used to do that one yes. too. Guess what? It's a lot easier to sit at that table than it is to be back here. I'm just saying. And that has what to do with the the price of tea and eggs? I would rather be at that table. Yes, but you know, you where you belong with a really great microphone that if you'd use use it properly, oh everyone could hear you. Is this a Nyman? No, but what I'm doing is I'm whining, and I just hate it when I whine. <laughs> Why are you talking in that register? Michael uh, Rappaport admits he helped spread Trump Charlottesville. The uh, the quote was the very fine people hoax, and he says I was wrong. And first, I will play you this little ditty from Rappaport from a couple weeks ago, then I'll get you up to date. And this is, uh, you know, this is a guy with a big mouth who hates Trump, and it's interesting how they're all sort of figuring things out. But do I give him a pass? No, I don't. No because what they want is someone instead of Biden. 
you know, they're, they're not, they're still not, they, they don't like Trump, but they want someone besides yes. Biden. Like yeah. a, a governor news. You know, I would love to get Rappaport, his big dummy ass, over here to the show yeah. and ask him his views on our the governor of California. I mean, if you can side with that maniac, then you are as dumb as you look, Michael Rappaport. Here we go. If it comes down to pig dick Donald Trump, and smoking Joe Biden? I'm sorry. Sorry. I am sorry. Sorry. Voting for pig dick Donald Trump is on the table. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm fucking sorry. I'll still call him slob dick Donald Trump, pig dick Donald Trump, oh, and all that. Good for you. Why? But what? we need to get this whole fucking situation under control. You're right. Was that it? Yep. No. He's an ale. Do I need to mark down that you need to. The left is so angry. Yeah, you do. They are. I got to. I got to bleep that for our uh, great radio station. Ralph, you're correct. The left is very angry. They're angry. They're always angry. Actor Michael Rapodum has admitted that he helped spread the left's Trump Charlottesville very fine people hoax, saying he was wrong to have promoted the lie. Michael Rappaport spoke about the hoax during a recent interview on the Patrick Bet David PBD podcast. Good afternoon, it's Patrick Bet David. <laughs> My special guest today is Michael Rappadum. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, he's like from the middle of Long Island. <laughs> yeah, and he, over- yeah. he, he overdoes it. <laughs> he is, right? Yeah, you know we had a kid. Our, we had a kid in our elementary school that talked like that. Oh, Poor no. little dude. <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm sworn. You know what a hair-lipped dog sounds like when they bark? No, yeah, and by the way, uh, yes, I do. So uh, you don't have to get into that. Okay. And, and this, is, this, is not, <laughs> this is not a throw hair lips under the bus show. I don't know if you read that before you came in. Right there on the, the door, it's, what it does is? it say? Don't talk about hair lips. Yes. It, it does. <laughs> One thing about the Charlottesville that I ranted about... This is uh, Michael Rappaport. Uh, He says, and I was wrong. Uh, He says, when you see the full quote, that wasn't what he said. How about a big duh? I mean, uh, that's that's the point here. Of course, uh, President Joe Biden continues to spread this hoax. I mean, any other day he'll talk about it. You know, because uh, he must understand that his constituency, those folks on his side that love his ass, no matter how degraded he is, his mental faculties down the tubes will support him no matter what. He ch- Don't you understand that he looks at you folks as big effing dummies? I mean, that's the way he treats you. I can say anything about anything about anybody. I can lie about I can do this whole... Instead of him saying... I apologize. Or, okay, Trump, that's not what he said. But Biden continues this, even though transcripts from Trump's Charlottesville speech in 2017 clearly disprove this. Rappaport said he's considering voting for Trump in the November election as the Biden administration continues to pressure Israel into scaling back its war on Hamas in order to appease the Democrats' anti-Israel base. Yeah, scale back because Hamas doesn't deserve this. I must tell you, Netanyahu uh, put the hammer down, and uh, I uh, watched his speech a couple days ago, and uh, it, it looks to me as though he means it this time. 
Doesn't it, doesn't it, Ralph? Yeah, but Biden may be able to open up that Mexico-Egyptian border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on, he's on the verge. Did he say Mexico? Yeah, yeah, yes. And that was, but, that's what he but, said. But that was after. That was after he was. He spoke to his cognitive abilities. That's right. Yes, it was Correct, right after right? that. Right after that. He didn't even remember when his brother. Oh, I mean, is when his son died. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Can't remember. I, I take great offense to that. I okay. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay. <sighs> Oh, please, uh, stick in there, my friend. You know, be that obnoxious old bastard that you are. Don't let them take you out because they're going to they're gonna have to drug him. To, to I mean, they, they must drug him in order for him because there are some times when he's almost cognitive. Yeah. I mean, there are some times. So, it. you know, what would that drug be that they spike him with? I'm not making this up. Cocaine. There's, there's got to be no, something. Ad- Adderall. Maybe that was the maybe that was the cocaine found in the White House. Hundred percent, hundred percent, How do you know, man? They're feed they're feeding the president cocaine, and that's hundred percent. He's got his own. He gets it from his kid. Okay, that's Tattoo Dave. By the way, that's not any of the rest of us on the show making that statement. Tattoo Dave, I'll talk to that. I don't care. I'm not voting for Biden. I'm not voting for Kamala. Rappaport confirmed during this week's PBD podcast. Good afternoon, PBD, with you. The actor also said he wouldn't vote for... Oh, oh, okay. See? See this? If I would do just a little research and read down two paragraphs, I would have gotten here. He said he wouldn't vote for Gavin Newsom with the good hair. I just moved out of Los Angeles. It's not happening. He said, citing the surging levels of homelessness and crime that's been plaguing the state for years. You know, he's he's almost like one of those old school Democrats that doesn't understand. You know, obviously his parents were massive Democrats, and that's the way he was brought into that fold. I get that. But, you know, it's never too late, I guess. Michael Rappaport, you know, grabbing a brain slowly but surely. A little brain matter. Sorry. Michael uh, Rappaport. Port previously floated the possibility of supporting Trump, uh, and I, I we just played that. Uh, the actor is one of a small handful of celebs who have broken with the left to publicly voice their support of Israel uh, following the October 7th massacre, and that's really what happened here. You know, it's like, eh, we don't agree with that. Can I ask you something about, do you think it's elder abuse with Biden now, with, from his kids, from his constituents? I think it's elder abuse. And they see this guy making a complete jackass of himself up at the podium uh, day after day, week after week. Is that elder abuse? Yeah. At this point? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably. Yeah. But don't forget, the only way Hunter doesn't go to jail is if his dad stays president. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean, he has to. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's what I see happening during the convention. Uh, He he will pardon him. Boom. Biden's out. And, uh, you know, they're going to have to force his ass out. Or... (laughs) I mean, I mean, do the math on this. He can't even conduct himself civilly or in any way, shape, or form makes sense of one sentence. You expect him to be in that office for another four, four and three-quarter years? Yeah, but it's lunacy. This is absolute effing lunacy. He's not the man. God forbid. Bid he wins a second friggin' election. Oh no! I will tell you, I'm not a Nikki Haley fan, but she has one thing that. Trump oh, I'm not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form. She's saying one thing that Trump should adopt. Yeah, I'm not running against Biden. I'm running against Kamala Harris. Oh, because he will abdicate yep. 
right after the election. Uh, of course. And by the way, the Dems certainly do not want Kamala Harris. No. So they're between a rock and a hard place. How do they get rid of Kamala when they get rid of Biden? Which they I, can't. I, they cannot. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the, the, the... Am I doing Biden now? That's yep. the thing. That's the thing. Corn Pop was you, a bad dude. You know what I mean. That's the thing. <laughs> no, you know the rest. I, that's, that's the come thing. Come on, man. Come on, man. Sacramento is... Uh, and by the way, uh, great town. Had good times in old Sacramento, California. Middle of our... Uh, of our formerly great state, yeah. takes heat for clearing out homeless for a Leonardo DiCaprio movie shoot. He doesn't like homeless. The city of Sacramento is taking... Like well, you, you know that's the way this thing would be played if indeed it were happened to be a, uh, a conservative who was doing this. It would be totally, oh, what a bad man. If it were Clint Eastwood shooting a movie in Sacramento, oh, yeah, the worst of the worst. But I don't know. I mean, you know, Clint's at that age now where they might not even attack him. I mean, he's older than Biden, for God's sakes. But faculty-wise, I, I don't think so. Uh, the city of Sacramento is taking heat after clearing all the homeless people from a downtown park uh, ahead of its use for the filming of an upcoming uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. The city started clearing out the homeless people living in tents. Um, and they I guess they posted uh, signs up there saying, attention to vacate. Uh, these notices, they... They flung around the park. City officials have placed bright green warning stickers on at least six tents. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. That's that a, is funny. That's a good look. <laughs> As the area was still being drenched in the massive rainstorms that battered the West Coast. The, yeah. uh, the warnings uh, inform homeless people that they had 24 hours to vacate their areas in the park. Wow. However, some homeless people claimed that they were not told that they could relocate to the Roseville Road shelter when officials began posting the notices. It's terrible, said homeless man Angie Baker. We have nowhere to go. All our clothes and shoes are wet. <laughs> we, we have no food. What the hell, man? That's all I need is this thermos. <clears throat> we got to put everything in the cart, said oh. Baker. Oh. By the way, is that cart yours or did you steal it? Oh, they stole I mean, Come on. Yeah. Where'd they get the tent? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I wonder where they go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy right. one. Well, Ralph, sometimes they have sometimes they have really nice tents too. No, yeah, now. no, they do. Like yeah. really nice, you know. Yeah, yeah like Ralph saying, it's a, it's a good thing they, don't, and, they don't have television, so they could just walk in anywhere. And by the way, what else? Dollars worth of stuff. I, I shouldn't go back to this, but I, I forgot to end the uh, give you a conclusion to this. When I was talking to Tattoo Dave, because he kept interrupting me, so I'm going to get this out anyway. On my daughter's life, oh, I, uh, from my heart. Um, now nah, forget it. Uh, crystals. <laughs> that sounds like me. Crystal Sanchez, president of the Sacramento Homeless Union, slammed the city for deposing uh, the homeless just to film a movie. It is, well, come on, it's California, man. That's we, important stuff. Hey, let me movies. tell you, we do it all the time. Well, get rid of the homeless? Yes. Yeah. It's an ass, it's asinine in the midst of an atmospheric storm against federal laws and protections. Unhoused people are being moved, placed in greater danger for Hollywood to roll footage in Sacramento. Uh, the city permit should have not been issued without appropriately placing individuals in shelter, as the city is well aware of the homeless crisis. The city, however, is justifying the removal of the homeless by citing several ordinances. ordinances. One is that these people are stinky. Well, I don't. Man. Is that on the books? I think so. That's <laughs> stinky. That's stinky. on the books. Yeah. 
Yeah, but with all the rain, you know, they got a good old shower and a deluge of shower. Um, oh, you know, man, the I wonder city, why this is making headlines compared to... While the uh, simulated elements may resemble real-life situations, city and Sacramento Film and Media Office wants the public to know that they are a, a part of the controlled production for entertainment purposes only. What? Did they get a producer's credit? I... For removing the homeless, I I don't know. Well, couldn't you couldn't you actually use I, use that uh, in your film that you're making? Sometimes use those tents, use that for a background. Setting? Well, it depends what the film is about, Mark. Well, they don't want to see it. That's the whole thing, Mark. Yeah, so you know, obviously, it's it's not really set in a a movie that is depicting homeless encampment. Well, no, they, no, no. They pick locations, picks a spot, yeah, and then they clear them Dude, out. Dude, you're a driver. I'm not a driver, I'm just know, a driver. I know the what business. The, he knows what he's doing. Tattoo Stupid day. Idiot. He may not know how to produce a radio show, I a but nerve, he, didn't I? he sure as hell knows the, the business of yes, TV and film. It's all about the craft service table. That's what, <laughs> That's what Dave's all about. <laughs> yeah. You got pork chops today? Oh, I'm in. Oh, boy. Arian Zucker sues former Days of Our Lives producer shows production company over alleged uh, sexual harassment. She's suing former Days of Our Lives producers Albert Alar and Ken Corday uh, and the uh, show's production company for allegedly uh, for sexual harassment. Uh, Let me get down here into the story. The actress claims Alar subjected her to non-consensual sexual touching and remarks that she found sexually harassing. Uh, the Zucker alleges that Alar would sometimes pull her close to her ch- his chest and made sexual moans. Hmm. Yeah, that's rude. You know, you know rude. Lori Downey Jr., our former producer, she used to talk about the fact that she she really had a, a, a problem when she'd be at a party and some guy would take a whiff, like, in back of her, of her hair and mm. make this mmm sound. Oh, why was she hanging out with Biden? I, yeah, this mmm sound. She she always hated that that mmm, like smelling her well, hair. It is creepy. It is creepy, is it not? Mm, you're t- you smell tasty. But but I'll tell you what, as a guy, if a hot chick did that to us, oh, like, hey, bring it home. I'd be going, man. Okay, I am tasty, my friend. Yep. <laughs> take care of business. So you're saying you can't be sexually harassed, man? Uh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. I welcome it. I mean, even even let, let's say my boss is a female, and on a scale of one to ten, she's a five. But she's you know she's is a svelte five, an LA five. Let, let's say no, just a five or a four. Let's say she's a four, and she and in order to keep my job, I have to have sex with her. All right, I'm doing it. Done. Do I get do I get a raise too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and but, more money. But that's but that's what I, I just said. I guess what we're trying to point out right, here, okay. you know, in a long sort of way, females and males are different. We're different. The way we think is is com- it's completely different. We're diametrically opposed in our thoughts, the way we do things, our thinking behind things. We're rational. We're rational, but the the irrational, lovely females who, by the way, I don't think there's a guy in this room who would say, we don't love you. I mean, I l- love you. Every part. Almost every part. Yeah. Sometimes a stinky underarm, no, 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 no. that'll dissuade me. Yeah, hair under the underarms, not my thing. Yeah, not really my thing either, but if she's extremely hot-erific... Keep the shirt on. <laughs> 
We'll be this after back on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. Maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one. Who is the schizophrenic psycho? Yeah. And now, back to the exciting climax of our story. This is legendary Outlaw Radio. Why, Captain Drummond. Miss Miller. Magic Matt Allen. <laughs> 